we're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors, come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Merry Christmas and welcome to the camp house at Kender Outdoors. I know you've got big holiday plans with your family and your friends, and hopefully that includes some time in God's great outdoors. It's a great time to be outside. Front door to the camp house is brought to you by our friends at Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. Order Fortiflora from Chewy.com. They'll deliver it right there to the living room or the kennel or wherever you need it. Fortiflora. Christmas time is always special in the camp house, and we've got some special friends joining us today. We've been enjoying good homemade pecan pie with Edwin Evers Pecans. We're going to talk to Edwin a little later on today. He's in the camp house with us. Also, Bass Fishing Hall of Famer, Larry Nixon. He's coming back at 72 years old. He'll be fishing the Bassmaster Elites next year. And we're going to talk to Larry and spend some Christmas time with Larry. And Joel Colander is back with Rock Island Auction Company. They just sold Teddy Roosevelt's pistol for how much? We'll talk about it a little later on. Glad you're in camp with us today at Kinder Outdoors from the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on Grapevine Lake, Texas. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the camp, no hunters were stirring. Shoot, we were all cold, tired, and damp. The dogs were curled up in their beds full of hay, yipping in their sleep at the birds found today. When we woke up this morning, it was a different tune. No sunshine yet, just that big Christmas moon. Sasser was quietly scrambling the eggs. Pete had the dogs out stretching their legs. I was out front by the fire pit. Did you know it was still popping and smoldering in a new fallen snow? Mesquite is a versatile tree around here. It makes good fence pickets, firewood, and a yule tree this year. Boy, won't the guys all truly be shocked when they see it trimmed out, including their socks. I'll decorate it with all our spent shells, and when the breeze pushes through it, it'll ring those dog bells. Well, that's when the creak of the camp door let me know that it was time for breakfast, and then time to go. The pre-dawn anticipation of another day in the field is something unchanging and always fulfilled. Your buddies are joking at your own expense, I dread, but they're just happy inside about what lies ahead. You see, that covey will start chirping up on the knob, and they'll hold real tight in this snow. Gentleman Bob. Ray will shoot him with a camera to share his time with you here. Just like he's done for so many years, he's studied God's nature all over this globe, but his childlike excitement never gets old. We'll break for a quick lunch and look back on our good luck and then take a short nap in the cab of the truck. Each step is a journey, a discovery so clear. There's just something in it. I do love it out here. It's not pulling a trigger or a bird count that's big. It's much more than that. It's your heart dancing a jig. I know you felt it. You feel it each time that you roll into camp and hear coyotes whine. It's a sportsman's perfect moment as you listen real hard to quiet void of people, airplanes, and cars. You can actually feel the thick cover of quiet as you stare at the stars in the stillness of night. There's a sense of fulfillment when standing alone on the peak of a mountain far, far from home. And were you ever more happy any time in your life than when your kiddo 
sat wide-eyed and smiling by that campfire at night. The gifts this Christmas come from God up above, the nature He's shown me, but mostly His love. He's allowed me the joy of spring turkeys in strut, of trout in a river, and big guys in rut. He blessed me with Dad, who bought my first gun, then taught me to shoot it, be safe, and have fun. Merry Christmas to me, because I was right there when my son Troy took his first deer. A much bigger buck than my first venison quarry, but believe me, that's absolutely no reason for worry. Well, I see truck lights on the ranch road getting near. That means that Robin, Emily, and Jackie are here. You didn't think we men would spend Christmas alone, us guys out hunting and the girls back at home? Far be it for us to think of something like that, because of course they'd never let us come back. I've just enough time to sweep the mud off the map. They're crossing the bridge. I can hear the old slats. Santa's sleigh is coming, and it holds my dear sweet wife. Boy, I sure hope she remembered that new Moormaker knife. Sure hope that you're joyful on this Christmas day. And here's to a great Christmas from me, Pete, and Ray. in the camp house and our friends at Carib Sea Sport Fishing want to say congratulations to Abby Falk, Lake Kiowa, Texas. She's going to Costa Rica. What? Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> We're serious. Five nights oceanfront at Casa Carib Sea, fishing offshore and inshore with the entire Carib Sea Sport Fishing fleet. Congratulations, Abby, and Merry Christmas from all of us. Thank you so much. At Carib Sea Sport Fishing and Kinder Outdoors. It's time to block the calendar for the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo 2023. Hi, I'm DSE Chief Executive Officer Corey Mason, and I am personally inviting you to this crown jewel of conservation. The DSC Convention and Sporting Expo is back at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, January 5th through the 8th. Hunts, guns, jewelry, clothing, and so much more. Please plan to join us and find more details at biggame.org. I'm Tom Watson with Bended Knee International, asking you to pray for the Navajo people of New Mexico and Arizona. 
The COVID-19 pandemic has hit these native people exceptionally hard. In many cases, multiple families live in the same home. Water is carried from muddy streams for household use, and medical care is many miles away. I simply ask that you join me in lifting them up to the Lord. To learn more, please visit BendedKnee.org. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com Hey, crappie anglers, crappie season is here. Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about all of the new crappie products for 2022. Check out the all-new Wally Marshall Classic Signature Rods by Lou's. The Wally Marshall Classic Series starts at 5'6 and all the way up to 16 foot in length. IM8 graphite construction, cork handles, stainless steel guides, super light for all-day use, and the perfect trolling and casting rods on the market today. Now for you live scopers out there, the Wally Marshall Pro Target Rods are designed with IM8 graphite blank stainless steel guides and wind grip handles. No slip with a grip when you're trying to boat flip a three-pounder. Pro Target Rods are the best for live scope, trolling, and perfect for wade fishing and heavy cover. All new Mr. Crappie Colors and Crappie Thunder, Slabalicious, Jokers, and Shadpoles. Tennessee Mist, White, Hoodat, and Don't Miss the School Bus. All crappie anglers should keep the Mr. Crappie Slabomatic Electric Filet Knife handy too. StrikeKing.com, Lose.com, and SmithsProducts.com. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. The Dead Rabbit Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Oahe. The view from your giant western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the Dead Rabbit. This corner of the Christmas Camp House at Kinder Outdoors is brought to you by Calming Care. From the trusted name Purina, Calming Care very gently settles the overactive dog, the overbarker, the overjumper. Learn more about Calming Care at KinderOutdoors.com. Hey, listen, I've got an old friend on the phone with me today from Rock Island Auction Company, Rock Island, Illinois. Joel Colander, Merry Christmas and welcome back. Really, Merry Christmas to you. Man, uh, you know what? If somebody said, Billy, who do you want to spend Christmas Eve with this year? I'd say it's Joel Colander at Rock Island Auction Company. I want to talk to my friend Joel. How you been, buddy? Good, but only if we can talk over like uh, over maybe a mug of hot cocoa or something. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. It's cocoa <laughs> weather for sure. 
Uh, Rock Island Auction, you guys see some of the most valuable guns, firearms in the world come through your uh, through your doors. Uh, tell folks that that maybe I don't know how they could not know, but folks that don't know Rock Island Auction, who the heck are you guys? Sure. Uh, well, we're the number one firearms auction house in the world uh, for finding collectible arms, but we do cater to every collecting level. So whether you're just looking for a good old Model 12 uh, or Model 70, or whether you're looking for something a little fancier, maybe something with a little history or some uh, some engraving and embellishment to it, it's just, you know, we have it all. So if I wanted a deer rifle, if I wanted a Ruger American rifle, I could find one more than likely with you guys? Well, Cal, all you, all you got to pick is which caliber. You've got them all. Very good. Give us a website. Where, where can we go to take a closer look? Sure, at rockislandauction.com. In fact, uh, some of our first uh, January sort of daily auctions up on the website for people to browse. And those are just a single-day auction, about a 1,000 items, but uh, some really uh, affordable and some fun things in those sales. All right, and anybody can bid. You make it really easy to uh, to bid on these uh, auction items, and I would urge folks to go check it out, have a little fun, do some gun shopping on this Christmas weekend. You guys, I love to talk to you from time to time because some really unique stuff comes through your doors, like I was saying earlier. And that recently happened with a pistol that belonged to Theodore Roosevelt, President Theodore Roosevelt, the father of uh, our modern-day conservation policy uh, that has worked so well over the past-plus century. Uh, Tell me about this pistol and the auction. Oh, well, the, it's Theodore Roosevelt's, it's a Smith & Wesson, it's a new model number three, and it is, it comes out of, of actually Jim Sapika's collection. Jim Sapika, of course, for years was curator over there at the National Firearms Museum, the NRA National Firearms Museum, and just one of the crown jewels of his collection, of course, and frankly, one of the more historically important pieces that, that we've been able to offer this was um, – it's a beautiful Smith & Wesson. It's been tastefully engraved by um, either Gustav Young or, or a member of the Young family. The engraving is in there. So it's just, in, just a blued gun, a little bit of engraving, checkered walnut grips. It's just a beauty. It was shipped to him by – according to Smith & Wesson factory records, it is shipped to, quote, Lieutenant Colonel Roosevelt um, on the exact same day that he leaves New York – to go, I'm sorry. He leaves the he leaves the uh, Northeast to go uh, to San Antonio to train with the Rough Riders. Wow, wow! So the same day he, he's leaving to go to war, this revolver is leaving to go to war. And we say that you know not just as an engraved piece, like well maybe he wasn't taking it to war. There's a couple clues on the gun that indicate it was. Um, one, it's chambered in 38 Long Colt. That uh, there's only a handful of these guns that are chambered in that, um, but. 38 Long Colt was the standard issue cartridge, sidearm cartridge of the time. So he's ordered a gun in a military cartridge, and he's ordered some some um, atypical rear sights as well. They're like a, a target a fixed combat sights. And so this has all the earmarks of like this is coming, this is going to Cuba to fight uh, to fight the Sp- uh, Spanish. Wow. Yeah, you can tell kind of what uh, we can assume what he had in his mind. Uh, when he put that order together, yeah, he um, he of course famously did not use this Smith and Wesson in Cuba. Um, he ended up using he ended up using a Colt instead of the Smith and Wesson. He took um, 
one had been presented to him by his brother-in-law that had actually been salvaged from the wreckage of the USS Maine, which, of course, when it exploded in Havana Harbor, kind of forced or pushed the U.S.'s popular opinion to get into the Spanish-American War. Um, so when his brother presented him one that was pulled from the wreckage of the Maine, he could, it was just too good for him to pass up. Uh, so he carried that colt pretty, pretty famously uh, in Cuba. And this Smith & Wesson uh, did not go, but that's why it's in such remarkable condition today. And it's just it's a national treasure piece. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to get back to the auction of that piece in just a second and and the sales price. But first of all, I want to hear about that Colt. Where is it now? Do, do we know? Or where did it end up? So that Colt actually has an unfortunate story. It's been um, it's been in some museums. I don't remember which ones. If it was the Sagamore Hill Museum or you know some Teddy Teddy Roosevelt. I'm sorry, Theodore Roosevelt related museums. Um, but it's been stolen a number of times throughout its life. Um, wow. Thankfully, thankfully returned each time. Um, but you know, once it was it was found like outside. It has a, it's a really unfortunate thing that that one it gets stolen. Two, the people that stole it treated it so casually. Um, but it is it is back in the museum, uh, and so that is that is a safe piece. But that's not one obviously you can get your hands on. This was one that. Um, is in superb condition, documented concretely to Theodore Roosevelt, uh, and was available to own. Wow, very cool. Back to the Smith & Wesson that you guys just sold that has never been stolen or left out in the rain. Uh, in, pristine, <laughs> in pristine condition, and, I, you know, a lot of people thought this gun might bring upwards of a million bucks. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Um, and that's basically, we have a Teddy Roosevelt, um, a silver plated Colt single action that we sold a couple years back that had brought 1.5 million. Um, so obviously those sort of figures are in the wheelhouse for a, for a Theodore Roosevelt, a documented revolver. Um, this one, of course, we had a similar estimate on. It ended up bringing, are you ready? $910,625 at auction. Wow. $910,000. It would have brought a million, but somebody needed uh, to fill up the truck with diesel, so they had to hold back that last hundred grand uh, for, <laughs> for a fill-up. $910,000, Joel. Wow. Yeah, it's a fantastic result. It was uh, it led the way for the auction. Um, over the three-day event, which uh, the, those three days brought just over – uh, 18 million in sales. So it was a fantastic way to close out. Just a, a remarkable year, not only for Rock Island, but for gun collecting in as a whole, has just seen some incredible strides in the last, say, 12 to 16 months. Rock Island Auction Company. If you guys would like to get in on the action, uh, and I would urge you to do so, if you're gun shopping, don't overlook this opportunity. I, uh, there's a real bargain waiting for you there. Uh, at all times, uh, and more than likely, the specific gun maker and caliber that you're looking for is going to be there uh, waiting for you. Tell us very briefly what's coming up in the in the new year, Joel. Well, uh, two things, like I said, one, our January auction should be up on the website, and hopefully, now Billy, I know it's news that'll be near and dear to your heart. Our expanded Bedford location should have an auction in that facility by the end of 2023. Hey, but how about that? That's Bedford, Texas, right in the middle of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. 
uh, as you guys expand into uh, into Texas and uh, and open a brand new facility. I'm so excited. <laughs> we are we are too. Some of the renderings of the building look pretty exciting. It's obviously going to be a massive space, and they're looking to have it be just a a landmark destination for anybody who appreciates you know firearms history, the outdoors. It's it's going to encompass it all. Wonderful. Looking forward to it. Joel Colander, Rock Island Auction Company. Uh, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Try to stay warm, okay? I will do my best, buddy. Thanks very much, and, uh, and have a very Merry Christmas. I love to talk about products that work and do what they say they will do, and Florida Flora does that. It's America's number one canine probiotic. If you own a dog, you've got to keep Florida Flora in the fridge. Kinder Outdoors will be right back. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority, come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com All of us in the camp house and our friends at Carib Sea Sport Fishing want to say congratulations to Abby Falk, Lake Kiowa, Texas. She's going to Costa Rica. What? Oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> We're serious. Five nights oceanfront at Casa Carib Sea. Fishing offshore and inshore with the entire Carib Sea Sport Fishing Fleet. Congratulations, Abby, and Merry Christmas from all of us. Thank you so much. At Carib Sea Sport Fishing and Kinder Outdoors. These are unsettling and even scary times for many people. But for others, there's peace, even as an angry world cries out. The source of that peace is Jesus Christ. I'm John Watson, pastor at Cornerstone Bible Church in Roanoke, Texas. At Cornerstone, we teach the Bible with no man-made religion added in. Join us online Sunday mornings at 1015 Central at csbiblechurch.org. It's just God's Word, csbiblechurch.org. National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey, that's phony. This is this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. 
The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org It is the dream of the animal rights fanatics to suppress your most natural connection to the earth. To sell you a life filled with urban fascinations. To ignore that death is life's unwavering partner. Together, creating a relationship between predator and prey that makes it possible for us all to survive. To the hunter, this world's most honest steward, these fantasies are the poisonous, perverted manipulations of social misfits who would take this planet hostage. They should startle you and awaken you to trust the hunter in your blood. Welcome back to Kinder Outdoors from the Vineyards Campground at Cabins, Grapevine, Texas. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch, five-star dining and lodging, and the bird hunting, oh, boy, it's the best anywhere. The best bird hunting in Texas, says Joe Kerchival, and I'd have to agree with him. As a longtime bird hunter, I've seen the dismal and declining numbers of our wild bobwhite quail in West Texas. My frustration has always been getting my young dogs, getting my bird dogs into birds, Hey, you can do that at Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more about them when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. What a treat. Bass fishing royalty in the Kinder Outdoors camp house today. Bass fishing Hall of Famer Larry Nixon. How in the world are you, Larry? Man, I'm doing great, Billy. I'll tell you, it, uh, you know, I've got a great attitude about the coming year and uh, excited to get it started. I think a lot of people are really excited for the coming year because you are going to be a part of the Bassmaster Elite uh, next year, and that's going to be so much uh, so much fun uh, to watch. And I want to get to all that, but first of all, it's fall. It's December. What's that deer season shaping up like for you? Well, I had a really good deer season. I didn't shoot much, but my daughter got a really good 10-point, and uh we got plenty of meat, and, uh, you know, I'm just uh, just cruising right now, doing a little duck hunting. Uh, we don't have a lot of ducks, 
but uh, I'm all excited about going back down to Biomeda and seeing Mr. George Cochran and see if I can see if I can kill a few ducks with him. <laughs> I bet you you will. Uh, Larry Nixon, the first guy to uh, to win a million dollars catching bass for a living. When you first decided, Larry, that I'm going to go do this for a living, that was not. That was not something that was common back then. It's a different deal now. How did your family accept the news when you said, you know what, I think I can make a living bass fishing. I'm going to go full time. Well, things was kind of tough back in them days. And when I asked Dad to borrow his boat and uh, go down to Toledo Bend and guide a little bit, he looked at me and he said, well, as long as you have my boat back by April 1st, I guess that might be a good idea. So I took off, and uh, anyway, when I decided to go pro, it was kind of like it wasn't a decision to go pro. It was a recommendation from Tom Martin. You know, he said you need to you need to try fishing tournaments because you are you're the best fisherman I ever seen catching fish every day. He said I don't care how bad it is. So it was just kind of one of them things. I just kept trying it and then then, uh, even the first year i had great success finished second in the classic and uh uh i just kind of i'm not going to say i fell into it but it was just a great decision that i made you know when i was 20 years old not to go back to college you didn't have to borrow your dad's boat very long because one of those first tournaments that you fished you won a brand new ranger didn't you Yes, I did, and uh, <laughs> I I actually guided nearly every single day for three months when I when I borrowed his boat, and uh, in three months I give him enough money to go buy him a new boat. <laughs> that's how much money that's how much money I saved in three months. So you know it all worked out, and I ran that old Ranger boat. It was one of the earliest uh, you know forced wood models, like boat twenty six, I think, and. Uh, I ran that thing and climbed over so many stumps in Toledo Bend. It it was about three years, I guess, of me patching it and going on that it, I finally had to send it to the graveyard. <laughs> uh, hey, I've heard uh, I've heard that you're from B Branch, Arkansas. I've also heard that you're from Quitman, Arkansas. Clear this up for me, Larry. Where do you Where are you? Well, you know, Bee Branch was my home for about 25 or 30 years, and uh, I had a farm over here halfway between Bee Branch and Quitman, and my wife got this wild idea she was going to build a house over here at the farm, and uh, I said, oh, okay, you know, I thought, yeah, she'll never sell this big house here in Bee Branch, and well, lo and behold, she sold it, so we moved over here to the farm, and um, I just happened to be on the wrong side of the dirt road, and my new address is Quitman instead of Bee Branch. So <laughs> there you go. If you told me that I had to go and try to win a check on the Ohio River out of Cincinnati, Ohio, I would I would probably give up before I ever hit the road. Uh, but you went up there and won a bat. <laughs> You went up there and won a Bassmaster Classic. Did you know anything about that stretch of water before you fished it? I went up there and pre-fished it, and, uh, you know, we back in them days, we could ride around with a river rat or something and, and learn some good areas. But, and, and, you know, they showed me basically how to fish that river, and uh, I wound up winning the Classic in areas that I, they never even took me to because, 
all I did was kept going to the back of creeks, and I found fish that I could catch. And uh, without trying to run all over that river, I'm I'm one of them guys that wants to go somewhere and put the troll motor down, spend six or eight hours in one area. That's just the way I like to fish. And uh, so, you know, I just went in this one creek, and it was so bad that uh, I, the only thing I learned was just pick a worm up and don't never lay it down. And uh, and uh, that's the way I won that classic. Wow. You know, uh, fishing that worm is still a great technique. It still works, and it always will. And I know that's that's one of your favorite ways to catch them. But we now live in an age, Larry, you're 72. And this new technology that comes along has changed the game. And uh, now you're going to be uh, teeing it up against these guys that are they're, they're, they, they never look at the lake. They look at that screen all day, and they're chunking and grinding to a fish. Have you been able to adapt to this new technology, forward-facing sonar? Because that's a pretty tough learning curve for some of us. Yes, it is. You've got you've to dedicate yourself to learning it. And uh, I learned it well enough that I finished, I think, 32nd at uh, Champlain last year and I figured out real quick that I wasn't going to catch much just fishing. And, and, and I, you know, every now and then I'd see one on that screen. Well, that made me really start concentrating on learning to understand what I was looking at. And uh, every fish I actually weighed in in that tournament, I saw. And, um, you know, of course, that's smallmouth, and that's a whole different ball game. And these kids are way ahead of me, way ahead of me on that learning curve of, of how to read different depths of water. You know, when I get less than 10, I'm kind of lost. I, I, if I'm if it's 10 foot, I can tell what I'm looking at. But if I'm looking toward the bank, you know, up toward two and three foot of water, I can't see nothing. It's like, whoops, it's just, the, all I see is a clutter. So, you know, how I advance and I'm just going fishing. There you go. Right, let me put it that way. I'm going to do what <laughs> I've done for 44 years and uh when i you know when i know that it's a shallow water bite i ain't even gonna worry about it i may not even turn it on uh i prefer to you fish off instincts and what i see and you know i know a bass's habits as good as any man in this world and uh that's that's what i'm gonna have to rely on is my instincts and then we've got three tournaments in the summertime at smallmouth now, yes, I better be ready, and and I'm going to be. I've got the best equipment. I've got Lorenz Electronics and the uh, forward-facing sonar, and uh, you know I can use it, and I can I can tell what I'm looking at. I can pretty much tell the difference in a bass and a carp, and a, a bass and a gar, and but you know, it's it's identifying the species is what makes it very difficult, and I'm getting there. So I'm I'm uh, I'm confident that I can at least hold my own when it comes down to them three terms. Bass fishing Hall of Famer, bass fishing royalty, Larry Nixon, uh, spending a little holiday time with us in the camp house here at Kinder Outdoors. Larry, hang on, we're going to finish up when we come back from the coffee pot. This corner of the camp house brought to you by my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch. There's not a more beautiful place on planet Earth to get married or have a family reunion. And, hey, they're all set up for your corporate retreat, too. Learn more about Joshua Creek Ranch when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, everybody. It's retired Staff Sergeant James Johnson. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it. 
with Kinder Outdoors. Whether I'm still hunting January whitetails in wintry West Texas, November pheasants in snowy South Dakota, crappie through the Minnesota ice, or big brown trout in the cold waters of the Ozarks in the fall, I know that I'm going to be warm and comfortable enough to go all day long. It starts with foundational protection from the frigid extremes. My basics and essentials are Buffalo Wool Company socks, gloves, and neck gaiters. Here's Ron Miskin with Buffalo Wool. Well, I was really surprised when I got pictures back. He sent, went and did a 330-mile snowmobile trek up in Alaska, negative 30, chasing muskox. He said second day he quit wearing his choppers, just wearing our gloves and hat. The buffalo fiber you make your products from, actually warmer than wool. Oh, yeah, much warmer than wool, a lot more durable. These are meant to be used and used hard. Learn the secret of the buffalo, thebuffalowoolco.com. The BuffaloWoolCo.com. The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority, come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. Hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative, and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport, and you're in our care custody control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself, and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your neck. The first morning, the fly-off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all 
day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817-797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Kinder Outdoors from the shoreline of Grapevine Lake, Texas at the Vineyards Campground and Cabins. This is our base camp, spending the winter here and loving every minute of it. Brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch, our perfect getaway is five star. (laughs) The lodging and the dining. Under the careful planning and supervision of ranch owner Ann Kirchival is just top notch. Every little amenity. It's perfect, and I mean perfect. Guys, your wife is going to love this five-star Texas Hill Country hunting ranch. Book a trip to Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. We're visiting with Bass Fishing Hall of Famer Larry Nixon in the camp house on this holiday weekend. Before the break, Larry, we were talking about how these young anglers have a jump on you with the electronics, but you know what? You've got a little jump on them when it comes to reading a lake and a body of water. Yeah, the main thing is know where to put your bait, you know, and I've always been real good at understanding that and adapting day to day. And You know, bass fishing is, to me, is is figuring out the daily patterns. And uh, every day is a new day. They're just like a human in a way. One day they're on the backside, next day they're on the front side. And you, you know, you learn where not to waste time and when they'll chase and when they won't chase. And, uh, you know, that's the main thing, and hopefully I'll figure that out and and do well enough to make that classic that's my goal i'm not worried about beating them kids because i know i can't beat them but i want to be at that classic and uh you know i want to hear that crowd again (laughs) and we want to see you in that bunch too uh now the elites kick off on lake okeechobee uh for 2023 and you you had a pretty good run down there on Okeechobee. Back in 2004, FLW Tour, you caught 28 pounds on Okeechobee. So that, that's got you – I bet you like that. Well, I like Okeechobee. It's my kind of body of water. It's full of grass and weeds, and I know the good areas, and hopefully the weather permitting, you know, we can move around on the lake a little bit if we need to. And uh uh, it's, it's, it's exciting to go to. I've been there and I've been to Seminole. I've been to all of them lakes once before and done well on all of them. So, uh, you know, I know that there's, there's certain tournaments that are not made for me. I'm not a very good side fisherman because I don't dedicate myself to it. Uh, I mean, yeah, if I see a big one over there, I can catch it, but. I do not spend my time out there trolling around all day long looking for beds and marking them. That's just not me, and uh, never has been. And I just if you know if we run into that kind of tournament, I'm going to be in trouble, and I'll be the first to admit it that I'm in trouble before the tournament even starts. So hopefully we <laughs> won't. Hopefully we won't hit them on the beds, and it'll be more of a fishing event, and I can compete. There you go. I like that. Hey, uh, give me a good recipe for a duck, Larry, because I've never been able to figure that out. Well, the very best one is take the duck and boil it. About, oh, not boil it, but simmer it good for about two hours in water with a piece of lemon or a piece of an onion cut up or celery, 
and just boil it with a lid on it. Tender it up while I'm doing. And then take all the meat off the bone, off the breast. And there's a casserole called a duck casserole. And you use wild rice, and I think it's a can of mushroom soup. And you'd have to talk to my wife to get the good recipe. But uh, she'll mix that all up with a pound of, of hot sausage and uh, cook it for about, Oh, I think 30 minutes. It's pretty much cooked, you know, before you even start. But, buddy, that is the best casserole in this world. Man, that sounds good. I, there, at first, that I thought you were. The, yeah, that's the very best way to eat a duck. I mean, I Man. don't care. You carve it up, you know, shave it up real good so that you don't have big chunks in it. And, oh, my gosh, it's awesome. You can eat on it for three days. I, at first, I thought you were going to say, throw the duck away and eat the lemon. But <laughs> well that, that, that's pretty good. Way. You can you can breast one and uh you know put a jalapeno and some cream cheese in there and wrap it up in bacon and cook it on the grill. The main thing you don't want to do with any wild game is don't overcook it. Right. If you dry if you dry a duck out you might as well feed it to dogs. You know, I mean that's just my opinion and uh, Or anything else, yeah. Yeah, or anything else, really. And you can take a wood duck breast and, and roll it or, or run it through buttermilk and roll it in flour and salt and pepper and and drop it in hot grease and fry it. And, oh, my gosh, he's as good as it gets. If Go we're going to talk about salt and pepper, I'm going to add some cornmeal to it and drop those crappie in there. Do you like the crappie fish, Larry? Oh, my, that's where I'm, I've been honing my skills on that active target is looking at crappie and, and <laughs> catching it. That's what, I, that's what I do in the wintertime. Hey, that forward-facing sonar comes in real handy on them Bodark trees when you want to find the one with all the crappie on it. They light up like a Christmas tree. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing how many crappie there are in a lake that you don't even realize are out there. And You know, you just put the trolling motor down and, yeah, you can go to certain cover or a brush pile and find them, but you would be amazed at how many of them just out there roaming around in these big flat bays. And you just troll up and say, oh, wow, there's four or five or there's 25. And, you know, stop the boat real quick and throw your jig up there and catch one every cast as long as they don't move on you. So, uh, no, it, it's made a whole new world out of crappie fishing. Yeah, it sure has. Well, I tell you what, I'm just tickled to death that Larry Nixon is back with the Bassmaster Elites in 2023. We want to wish you the best of luck, and hey, we're going to drop in and bug you from time to time, Larry, if that's all right. Just any time. Just if I'm not busy, I'd be glad to talk to you because I love my listeners, and uh, I, you know, I try to teach people. That's what I've always done. I've been a teacher of bass fishing, and and uh, so I've got a I've got a good following, and I'm. Trying to keep it going. Larry, you taught me how to eat a duck today, and I'm grateful. Thank you, sir. Hey, you look up you look up wild duck casserole, and if it is close to what I told you, you do it because it is awesome. And, you know, like I say, the only thing that takes any time at all is the boiling of the duck. But that's just one of them things. In the wintertime, we got time. So uh, give it that's a try. Right. Very good. We'll do it. Larry, thank you. You're very kind to spend so much time with us. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, anytime. Bye-bye. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. 
South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. This is Kinder Outdoors. I've got my buddy Edwin Evers on the Kinder Outdoors trot line now, the only guy ever to win a Bassmaster Classic and a Major League Fishing Red Crest. Hey, I had to get you on the air, Edwin, and say thank you for the pecans, Edwin Evers Pecan Orchard. They're fantastic. We're really enjoying them, loving them. Thank you. I was really proud of my crop this year. I, when I went and had them graded, they graded 59.7%, which uh, I think in the pecan world's really, really high. You know, the guy that graded them said he's only graded 160% pecan. So I was almost there, and uh, we just had a good crop, super good crop. I will testify to that, Edwin. <laughs> I'm a pecan snob, and these are fantastic. Get your hands on some, guys. If folks want to order some Edwin Evers pecans, where do we go to do that? You know, on the Internet, just edwinneversepecans.com, and uh, we generally get those shipped out the same day the orders come in. And if somebody's traveling up in, in northeast Oklahoma, we do have a storefront right there in Uligaw, Oklahoma. Edwin Evers, Merry Christmas to you and the Evers bunch. Thank you, Billy. You guys have a Merry Christmas. to God above for his blessing on our rights to hunt, fish, and fill our freezers with healthy protein. We celebrate that in this camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back to the Kinder Outdoors camp house. I'm Billy Kinder, and hey, we're celebrating Christmas and New Year's and time with family and friends and good pecan pie, thanks to our buddy Edwin Evers. <laughs> and good friends that partner with us like the folks at Purina Pro Plan. Guys, if you're not feeding Pro Plan to your dog, hardworking bird dog or lovable lap dog, then you're missing out on the best. Truly, pick up the Pro Plan formula that best suits your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores in Oklahoma and Arkansas, Texas, Missouri, and Kansas. It was the night before Christmas, and all through the camp, no hunters were stirring. Shoot, we were all cold, tired, and damp. The dogs were curled up in their beds full of hay, yipping in their sleep at the birds found today. When we woke up this morning, it was a different tune. No sunshine yet, just that big Christmas moon. Sasser was quietly scrambling the eggs. Pete had the dogs out stretching their legs. I was out front by the fire pit. Did you know it was still popping and smoldering 
in a new fallen snow? Mesquite is a versatile tree around here. It makes good fence pickets, firewood, and a Yule tree this year. Boy, won't the guys all truly be shocked when they see it trimmed out, including their socks. I'll decorate it with all our spent shells, and when the breeze pushes through it, it'll ring those dog bells. Well, that's when the creak of the camp door let me know that it was time for breakfast, and then time to go. The pre-dawn anticipation of another day in the field is something unchanging and always fulfilled. Your buddies are joking at your own expense, I dread, but they're just happy inside about what lies ahead. You see, that covey will start chirping up on the knob, and they'll hold real tight in this snow. Gentleman Bob. Ray will shoot him with a camera to share his time with you here. Just like he's done for so many years, he's studied God's nature all over this globe. But his childlike excitement never gets old. We'll break for a quick lunch and look back on our good luck and then take a short nap in the cab of the truck. Each step is a journey, a discovery so clear. There's just something in it. I do love it out here. It's not pulling a trigger or a bird count that's big. It's much more than that. It's your heart dancing a jig. I know you've felt it. You feel it each time that you roll into camp and hear coyotes whine. It's a sportsman's perfect moment as you listen real hard to quiet void of people, airplanes, and cars. You can actually feel the thick cover of quiet as you stare at the stars in the stillness of night. There's a sense of fulfillment when standing alone on the peak of a mountain far, far from home. And were you ever more happy any time in your life than when your kiddo sat wide-eyed and smiling by that campfire at night? The gifts this Christmas come from God up above, the nature He's shown me, but mostly His love. He's allowed me the joy of spring turkeys in strut, of trout in a river, and big guys in rut. He blessed me with Dad, who bought my first gun. Men taught me to shoot it, be safe, and have fun. Merry Christmas to me, because I was right there when my son Troy took his first deer. A much bigger buck than my first venison quarry, but believe me, that's absolutely no reason for worry. Well, I see truck lights on the ranch road getting near. That means that Robin, Emily, and Jackie are here. You didn't think we men would spend Christmas alone, us guys out hunting and the girls back at home? Far be it for us to think of something like that, because of course they'd never let us come back. I've just enough time to sweep the mud off the map. They're crossing the bridge. I can hear the old slats. Santa's sleigh is coming, and it holds my dear sweet wife. Boy, I sure hope she remembered that new Moormaker knife. Sure hope that you're joyful on this Christmas day. And here's to a great Christmas from me, Pete, and Ray.
we're hoping that the Lord smiles on you this Christmas and New Year. I'm thankful to my friends at Purina Pro Plan, not only for partnering with us on this radio show, podcast, broadcast, satellite transmission, but for taking such good care of my dogs all of these years. I've fed ProPlan as long as ProPlan's been around. ProPlan performance for your hardworking bird dogs. 30% protein, 20% fat. Purina ProPlan. Pick it up at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, one thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children, everybody can do this. Um, our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in, have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime, great sport, and everybody can be successful in Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to learn to hunt, learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't just sell somebody a bow and say, hey, good luck. You need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit CinnamonCreekRanch.com and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery. The Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo makes possible important work for wildlife and wild places all over the globe. Your ticket to the DSC Convention will ensure that future generations understand and enjoy the outdoors and that you will continue to enjoy hunting, fishing, trapping, and shooting. I'm Corey Mason with DSC, inviting you to Dallas January 5th through the 8th. Details are at biggame.org. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com There's a place I love to go in the pristine Texas Hill Country that features first-class lodging, outstanding cuisine, world-class wing shooting, the best free-range access deer hunting in the world, my favorite, by the way, plus native whitetails and turkey, and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed. Don't forget to throw in the fly rod. You'll want to experience the crystal clear waters of Joshua Creek and the Guadalupe River. Rolling hills and Texas live oaks, friendly smiles, and spring-fed waters. Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will, too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. And our staff and facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. JoshuaCreek.com If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. 
Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. from the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on Grapevine Lake, Texas. Let's take a little trip to Rock Island, Illinois, Rock Island Auction Company. And my buddy Joel Colander joins us. Joel, it's always good to have you here with us. Merry Christmas. Billy, Merry Christmas to you. Man, uh, you know what? If somebody said, Billy, who do you want to spend Christmas Eve with this year? I'd say it's Joel Colander at Rock Island Auction Company. I want to talk to my friend Joel. How you been, buddy? <laughs> Good, but only if we can talk over like a, over maybe a mug of hot cocoa or something. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's good. It's cocoa weather for sure. Uh, Rock Island Auction, you guys see some of the most valuable guns, firearms in the world come through your uh, through your doors. Uh, tell folks that that maybe I don't know how they could not know, but folks that don't know Rock Island Auction, who the heck are you guys? Sure. Uh, well, we're the number one firearms auction house in the world uh, for finding collectible arms, but we do cater to every collecting level. So whether you're just looking for a good old Model 12 uh, or Model 70, or whether you're looking for something a little fancier, maybe something with a little history or some uh, some engraving and embellishment to it, it's just, you know, we have it all. So if I wanted a deer rifle, if I wanted a Ruger American rifle, I could find one more than likely with you guys. Well, Cal, all you all you got to pick is which caliber. You've got them all. Very good. And give us a website. Where where can we go to take a closer look? Sure, at rockislandauction.com. In fact, uh, some of our first uh, January sort of daily auctions up on the website for people to browse. And those are just a single-day auction, about a 1,000 items, but uh, some really uh, affordable and some fun things in those sales. All right, and anybody can bid. You make it really easy to uh, to bid on these uh, auction items, and I would urge folks to go check it out, have a little fun, do some gun shopping uh, on this Christmas weekend. You guys, I love to talk to you from time to time because some really unique stuff comes through your doors, like I was saying earlier, and that recently happened with a pistol that belonged to Theodore Roosevelt, President Theodore Roosevelt, the father of uh, our modern-day conservation policy uh, that has worked so well over the past plus century. Uh, tell me about this pistol and the auction. Oh, well, the, it's Theodore Roosevelt. It's a Smith & Wesson. It's a new model number three. And it is. it comes out of, of actually Jim Sapika's collection. Jim Sapika, of course, for years was curator over there at the National Firearms Museum, the NRA National Firearms Museum, and just one of the crown jewels of his collection, of course, and frankly, one of the more historically important pieces that, that we've been able to offer. This was, um, it's a beautiful Smith & Wesson. It's been tastefully engraved by um, either Gustav Young or, or a member of the Young family. The engraving is in there. So it's 
just just a blued gun, a little bit of engraving, checkered walnut grips. It's just a beauty. It was shipped to him by, according to Smith and Wesson Factory Records, it is shipped to quote Lieutenant Colonel Roosevelt um, on the exact same day that he leaves New York to go. I'm sorry, he leaves the he leaves the uh, Northeast to go uh, to San Antonio to train with the Rough Riders. Wow. Wow. So the same day he's leaving to go to war, this revolver is leaving to go to war. And we say that, you know, not just as an engraved piece, like, well, maybe he wasn't taking it to war. There's a couple clues on the gun that indicate it was. Um, one, it's chambered in 38 Long Colt. That, uh, there's only a handful of these guns that are chambered in that. Um, but 38 Long Colt was the standard issue cartridge, sidearm cartridge of the time. So he's ordered a gun in a military cartridge. And he's ordered some some um, atypical rear sights as well. They're like a, a target a fixed combat sights. And so this has all the earmarks of like this is coming. This is going to Cuba to fight uh, to fight the Sp- uh, Spanish. Wow. Yeah, you can tell kind of what or we can assume what he had in his mind uh, when he put that order mm-hmm. together. Yeah. He um he of course famously did not use this Smith and Wesson in Cuba. Um, he ended up using he ended up using the Colt instead of the Smith and Wesson. He took um, one had been presented to him by his brother-in-law that had actually been salvaged from the wreckage of the USS Maine, which of course when it exploded in Havana Harbor, kind of forced or pushed the U.S.'s popular opinion to get into the Spanish-American War. Um, so when his brother presented him one that was pulled from the wreckage of the Maine, he could, it was just too good for him to pass up. Uh, so he carried that Colt pretty pretty famously. Uh, in Cuba, and this Smith and Wesson uh, did not go, but that's why it's in such remarkable condition today. And it's just—it's a national treasure piece. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to get back to the auction of that piece in just a second, and and the sales price. But first of all, I want to hear about that Colt. Where is it now? Do, do we know? Or where did it end up? So that Colt actually has an unfortunate story. It's been. Um, it's been in some museums. I don't remember which ones, if it was the Sagamore Hill Museum or, you know, some Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt, I'm sorry, Theodore Roosevelt-related museums. Um, but it's been stolen a number of times throughout its life. Um, wow. Thankfully, thankfully returned each time. Um, but, you know, once it was, it was found, like, outside, it has a, it's a really unfortunate thing that, that, one, it gets stolen, two, the people that stole it treated it so casually. Um but it is it is back in the museum, uh, and so that is that is a safe piece. But that's not one obviously you can get your hands on. This was one that um, is in superb condition, documented concretely to Theodore Roosevelt, uh, and was available to own. Wow, very cool. Back to the Smith and Wesson that you guys just sold that has never been stolen or left out in the rain, uh, in, pristine, <laughs> in pristine condition. And, I, you know, a lot of people thought this gun might bring upwards of a million bucks. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Um, and that's basically, we had a Teddy Roosevelt, um, a silver-plated Colt single action that we sold a couple years back that had brought $1.5 million. Um, so, obviously, those sort of figures are in the wheelhouse for a, for a Theodore Roosevelt a documented revolver. Um this one, of course, we had a similar estimate on. It ended up bringing, are you ready, $910,625 at auction. 
Wow. $910,000. It would have brought a million, but somebody needed uh, to fill up the truck with diesel, so they had to hold back that last hundred grand uh, for, <laughs> for a fill-up. $910,000, Joe. Wow. Yeah, it's a fantastic result. It was uh, it led the way for the auction um, over the three-day event, which uh, th- those three days brought just over uh, 18 million in sales. So it was a fantastic way to close out. Just a a remarkable year, not only for Rock Island but for gun collecting in as a whole has just seen some incredible strides in the last say 12 to 16 months. Rock Island Auction Company. If you guys would like to get in on the action. Uh, and I would urge you to do so. If you're gun shopping, don't overlook this opportunity. I, uh, there's a real bargain waiting for you there uh, at all times. Uh, and more than likely, the specific gun maker and caliber that you're looking for is going to be there uh, waiting for you. Tell us very briefly what's coming up in the in the new year, Joel. Well, uh, two things. Like I said, one, our January auction should be up on the website. And hopefully, now, Billy, I know it's news that will be near and dear to your heart. Our expanded Bedford location should have an auction in that facility by the end of 2023. Well, hey, how about that? That's Bedford, Texas, right in the middle of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, as you guys expand into uh, into Texas and uh, and open a brand new facility, I'm so excited. <laughs> we are, we are too. Some of the renderings of the building look pretty exciting. It's obviously going to be a massive space, and they're looking to have it be just a a landmark destination for anybody who appreciates, you know, firearms, history, the outdoors. It's it's going to encompass it all. Wonderful. Looking forward to it. Joel Colander, Rock Island Auction Company. Uh, always a pleasure to catch up with you. Try to stay warm, okay? I will do my best, buddy. Thank you very much, and, uh, and have a very Merry Christmas. Thanks, Joel. Joel Colander, Rock Island Auction Company. You can meet him in person at the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo. It's coming up. There's a pro-plan formula for your dog, even if they have an intolerance to grain or an itchy coat, or maybe they're older and could benefit from added glucosamine in their diet. Yes, there's a pro-plan formula specifically built for your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo is back at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, January 5th through the 8th. Make plans to join outdoors men and women from around the globe for the greatest hunting and outdoors expo on the planet. Guns, exclusive trips and opportunities, fine jewelry, world-class taxidermy, artwork, hunting gear, and accessories. Covering 800,000 square foot of exhibit space in downtown Dallas. I'm DSC Chief Executive Officer Corey Mason asking you to please join us for this important event as we raise funds to fight for your ability to hunt, shoot, fish, and trap. DSC also builds young men and women that will be the conservation backbone of the future and we fund global efforts to fight poachers and benefit wildlife and habitat. There's so much to do and see at the DSC convention. Bring the family January 5th through the 8th and learn more at biggame.org. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store, you get a snack, and you either stop at Bucky's 
Because it's Bucky's. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind. And the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat-bottom boat for a little while. A decoy, he starts it up. And sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if, it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and then waking up still in the car so I can just feel the comfort knowing that will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com. Whether I'm still hunting January whitetails in wintry West Texas, November pheasants in snowy South Dakota, crappie through the Minnesota ice, or big brown trout in the cold waters of the Ozarks in the fall, I know that I'm going to be warm and comfortable enough to go all day long. It starts with foundational protection from the frigid extremes. My basics and essentials are Buffalo Wool Company socks, gloves, and neck gaiters. Here's Ron Miskin with Buffalo Wool. Well, I was really surprised when I got pictures back. He sent, went and did a 330-mile snowmobile trek up in Alaska, negative 30, chasing muskox. He said second day he quit wearing his choppers, just wearing our gloves and hat. The buffalo fiber you make your products from, actually warmer than wool. Oh, yeah, much warmer than wool, a lot more durable. These are meant to be used and used hard. Learn the secret of the buffalo, thebuffalowoolco.com. The BuffaloWoolCo.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. Merry 
Christmas and Happy New Year from all of us here in the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Orvis, Beretta, shooting sportsmen, they all agree that, hey, this place is really special. Find out for yourself when you book a hunt with Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more about them at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, we have Bass Fishing Royalty in the camp house on this holiday weekend. He's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, the first guy to earn a million bucks in competitive tournament bass fishing. Larry Nixon, how you doing, Larry? Man, I'm doing great, Billy. I'll tell you, it, uh, you know, I've got a great attitude about the coming year and uh, excited to get it started. I think a lot of people are really excited for the coming year because you are going to be a part of the Bassmaster Elite uh, next year, and that's going to be so much, uh, so much fun uh, to watch. And I want to get to all that, but first of all, it's fall. It's December. What's that deer season shaping up like for you? Well, I had a really good deer season. I didn't shoot much, but my daughter got a really good 10-point, and uh, we got plenty of meat. And, uh, you know, I'm just uh, just cruising right now, doing a little duck hunting. Uh, we don't have a lot of ducks. But uh, I'm all excited about going back down to buy meat and seeing Mr. George Cochran and see if I can see if I can kill a few ducks with him. <laughs> I bet you you will. Uh, Larry Nixon, the first guy to uh, to win a million dollars catching bass for a living. When you first decided, Larry, that I'm going to go do this for a living, that was not that was not something that was common back then. It's a different deal now. How did your family accept the news when you said, you know what, I think I can make a living bass fishing. I'm going to go full time. Well, things was kind of tough back in them days. And when I asked Dad to borrow his boat and uh, go down to Toledo Bend and guide a little bit, he looked at me and he said, well, as long as you have my boat back by April 1st, I guess that might be a good idea. And so I took off and uh Anyway, when I decided to go pro, it was kind of like it wasn't a decision to go pro. It was a recommendation from Tom Martin. You know, he said, you need to you need to try fishing tournaments because you are you're the best fisherman I ever seen catching fish every day. He said, I don't care how bad it is. So it was just kind of one of them things. I just kept trying it. And then and, uh, even the first year I had great success, finished second in the classic and uh uh, and I just kind of, I'm not going to say I fell into it, but it was just a great decision that I made, you know, when I was 20 years old not to go back to college. You didn't have to borrow your dad's boat very long because one of those first tournaments that you fished, you won a brand new Ranger, didn't you? Yes, I did. And uh, <laughs> I I actually guided nearly every single day for three months when I, when I borrowed his boat. And... Uh, in three months, I give him enough money to go buy him a new boat. <laughs> that's, how much money, that's how much money I saved in three months. So, you know, it all worked out, and I ran that old Ranger boat. It was one of the earliest, uh, you know, forest wood models, like Boat 26, I think. And uh, I ran that thing and climbed over so many stumps in Toledo Bend. It, it was about three years, I guess, of me patching it and going on that it, I finally had to send it to the graveyard. <laughs> uh, hey, I've heard uh, I've heard that you're from B Branch, Arkansas. I've also heard that you're from Quitman, Arkansas. Clear this up for me, Larry. Where do you Where are you? 
Well, you know, Bee Branch was my home for about uh, 25 or 30 years, and uh, I had a farm over here halfway between Bee Branch and Quitman, and my wife got this wild idea she was going to build a house over here at the farm, and uh, I said, oh, okay, you know, I thought, yeah, she'll never sell this big house here in Bee Branch, and well, lo and behold, she sold it, so we moved over here to the farm, and um, I just happened to be on the wrong side of the dirt road, and my new address is Quitman instead of Bee Branch, so <laughs> there you go. If you told me that I had to go and try to win a check on the Ohio River out of Cincinnati, Ohio, I would I would probably give up before I ever hit the road, uh, but you went up there and won a bat. <laughs> You went up there and won a Bassmaster Classic. Did you know anything about that stretch of water before you fished it? I went up there and pre-fished it, and, uh, you know, we back in them days, we could ride around with a river rat or something and, and learn some good areas. But, and, and, you know, they showed me basically how to fish that river, and uh, I wound up winning the Classic in areas that I, they never even took me to because, all I did was kept going to the back of creeks, and I found fish that I could catch. And uh, without trying to run all over that river, I'm I'm one of them guys that wants to go somewhere and put the troll motor down, spend six or eight hours in one area. That's just the way I like to fish. And uh, so, you know, I just went in this one creek, and it was so bad that uh, I, the only thing I learned was just pick a worm up and don't never lay it down. And uh, and uh, that's the way I won that classic. Wow. You know, uh, fishing that worm is still a great technique. It still works, and it always will. And I know that's that's one of your favorite ways to catch them. But we now live in an age, Larry, you're 72. And this new technology that comes along has changed the game. And uh, now you're going to be uh, teeing it up against these guys that are they're, they're, they, they never look at the lake. They look at that screen all day, and they're chunking and grinding to a fish. Have you been able to adapt to this new technology, forward-facing sonar? Because that's a pretty tough learning curve for some of us. Yes, it is. You've got you've to dedicate yourself to learning it. And uh, I learned it well enough that I finished, I think, 32nd at uh, Champlain last year and I figured out real quick that I wasn't going to catch much just fishing. And, and, and I, you know, every now and then I'd see one on that screen. Well, that made me really start concentrating on learning to understand what I was looking at. And uh, every fish I actually weighed in in that tournament, I saw. And, um, you know, of course, that's smallmouth, and that's a whole different ball game. And these kids are way ahead of me, way ahead of me on that learning curve of, of how to read different depths of water. You know, when I get less than 10, I'm kind of lost. I, I, if I'm if it's 10 foot, I can tell what I'm looking at. But if I'm looking toward the bank, you know, up toward two and three foot of water, I can't see nothing. It's like, whoops, it's just, the, all I see is a clutter. So, you know, how I advance and I'm just going fishing. There you go. Right, let me put it that way. I'm going to do what <laughs> I've done for 44 years and uh when i you know when i know that it's a shallow water bite i ain't even going to worry about it i may not even turn it on uh i prefer to you fish off instincts and what i see and you know i know a bass's habits as good as any man in this world and 
that's what I'm going to have to rely on is my instincts. And then we've got three tournaments in the summertime at Smallmouth. Now, yes, I better be ready, and and I'm going to be. I've got the best equipment. I've got Lorenz Electronics and the uh, forward-facing sonar, and, and uh, you know, I can use it, and I can I can tell what I'm looking at. I can pretty much tell the difference in a bass and a carp, and a, a bass and a gar, and a, you know, it's it's identifying the species is what makes it very difficult, and I'm getting there. So I'm I'm uh, I'm confident that I can at least hold my own when it comes down to them three tournaments. Yeah, I'm pretty confident about that myself. He's got a great history coming into a brand new season of the Bassmaster Elites Bass Fishing Legend, Larry Nixon. Larry, hang on, we've got more uh, questions for you. We'll wrap up our conversation when we come back from the coffee pot. This corner of the camp house is brought to you by the best bird hunting in Texas. I'm talking about upland bird hunting. They've got a kennel of about 100 well-trained bird dogs. But you're welcome to bring your own dog, too, when you visit Joshua Creek Ranch. And listen, they have one of the best low-fence, free-range herds of axis deer, my very favorite protein that is in existence anywhere. Talk to them about an axis deer hunt when you visit Joshua Creek Ranch just outside of San Antonio, Texas. The True Life Taxidermy Studio in Granbury, Texas has won best studio in the state of Texas time after time after time. Roy Holdridge and his True Life staff of artists take your memories to a higher level. A degree of professionalism and perfection that matches the memory of the hunt or that fishing trip. True Life can create and integrate lifelike landscape. Multiple animals, fish and fowl. International shipping and trophy care is turnkey when you turn it over to Roy Holdridge and True Life in Granbury, Texas. My home is a testament to the impeccable work of True Life Taxidermy. The ducks, pheasant, deer and fish are realistic and they last. A special deer in memory on my wall dates back nearly 30 years and still looks fresh and new. Preserve that special memory this year with True Life Taxidermy. Visit the 1,800-square-foot trophy room and see Roy's talent on display. True Life Taxidermy is online at truelifetaxidermy.org. Can you imagine 20-plus sailfish in a single day? Welcome to Costa Rica's rich fishing history. The marlin catch is as good as any spot on earth. Blue marlin, sailfish, mahi, and tuna. From the moment your feet touch down in beautiful Costa Rica, you'll discover a new love in your life. The landscape, the people, the food, the salty air and year-round fishable temperatures and calm waters. At Carib Sea Sport Fishing, we're prepared for your group with a fleet of some of the most successful vessels in this sport fishing area. Call your buddies or make it a couple's trip to Costa Rica. Enjoy world-class Caribbean sport fishing, endless shopping, beaches, spectacular wildlife. Discover the landscape by horseback. Carib Sea Sport Fishing offers a variety of trips, offshore, inshore, overnight, half day, full day, every day. Come see us now at catchafishincostarica.com. At Classic Chevrolet Grapevine, we know all about the early morning memories made in the cab of the truck. 
because it's fun to um, be able to uh, do something with my dad and my older brother. So what time did you have to get up this morning to uh, to get all the way down here and dressed and fed and ready to go? 4.30. 4.30. Don't you normally get up about 4.30, though? Mm-hmm. No. no way. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's fun, though, when you're coming out to the dove field to get up that early. It's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yes. There you very. go. Did you see your daddy shooting at that dove right then? Yes. Do you see that dove still flying? Uh, probably. <laughs> at Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we know that the cab of the truck is a special place. It's where family heritage is carried down the trail. Important things happen here. Trusted conversations, understanding smiles, life's victories and laughter, sometimes tears. We're honored to ride along with your family. ClassicChevrolet.com The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Robin and I love Joshua Creek Ranch. We love to stay there. We love to eat there. (laughs) That chicken fried axis is unbelievable. And we love to hunt there. But don't forget the fly rod. Crystal clear Joshua Creek runs right through the middle of the ranch. And it's bordered by the historic Guadalupe River. Make it a cast and blast when you see my friends Joe and Ann Kirchival at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Larry Nixon is in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, and he's coming back to fish the Bassmaster Elites next year at 72 years of age. Uh, Before the break, Larry, we were talking about how the youngsters have an edge on you, a jump on you with the electronics, but you've got a year or two on them when it comes to reading a lake and a body of water. Yeah, the main thing is know where to put your bait, you know, and I've always been real good at understanding that and adapting day to day. You know, bass fishing is to me is is figuring out the daily patterns and uh every day is a new day they're just like a human in a way one day they're on the back side next day they're on the front side you you know you you learn where not to waste time and when they'll chase and when they won't chase and uh you know that's the main thing and hopefully i'll figure that out and and do well enough to make that classic that's my goal i'm not worried about beating them kids because i know i can't beat them but I want to be at that classic, and uh, you know, I want to hear that crowd again. <laughs> and we want to see you in that bunch too. Uh, now, the elites kick off on Lake Okeechobee uh, for 2023, and you you had a pretty good run down there on Okeechobee back in 2004 FLW tour. 
you caught 28 pounds on Okeechobee. So that, that's got you, I bet you like that. Well, I like Okeechobee. It's my kind of body of water. It's full of grass and weeds, and I know the good areas, and hopefully the weather permitting, you know, we can move around on the lake a little bit if we need to, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it's exciting to go to. I've been there, and I've been to Seminole. I've been to all of them lakes once before and done well on all of them. So, uh, you know, I know that there's there's – certain tournaments that are not made for me i'm not a very good side fisherman because i don't dedicate myself to it uh, i mean yeah if i see a big one over there i can catch it but i do not spend my time out there trolling around all day long looking for beds and marking them that's just not me and uh never has been and i just if you know if we run into that kind of tournament i'm going to be in trouble and I'll be the first to admit it that I'm in trouble before the tournament even starts. So hopefully we won't hopefully we won't hit them on the beds, and it'll be more of a fishing event, and I can compete. There you go. I like that. Hey, uh, give me a good recipe for a duck, Larry, because I've never been able to figure that out. Well, the very best one is take the duck and boil it. About oh, not boil it, but simmer it good for about hours in water with a piece of lemon or a piece of an onion cut up or celery and just boil it with a lid on it tender it up while I'm doing and then take all the meat off the bone off the breast and there's a casserole called a duck casserole and you use wild rice and I think it's a can of mushroom soup and you'd have to talk to my wife to get the good recipe but uh She'll mix that all up with a pound of, of hot sausage and uh, cook it for about, oh, I think 30 minutes. It's pretty much cooked, you know, before you even start. But, buddy, that is the best casserole in this world. Man, that sounds good. I, there, first, that I thought you were. The, yeah, that's the very best way to eat a duck. I mean, I'm you. You carve it up, you know, shave it up real good so that you don't have big chunks in it. And, oh, my gosh, it's awesome. You can eat on it for three days. I, at first, I thought you were going to say, throw the duck away and eat the lemon. But, <laughs> well, that, I, that, that's pretty good. Way. You can you can breast one and, uh, you know, put a jalapeno and some cream cheese in there and wrap it up in bacon and cook it on the grill. The main thing you don't want to do with any wild game is don't overcook it. Right. If you dry if you dry a duck out, you might as well feed it to dogs. You know, I mean that's just my opinion. And uh, or anything else, yeah. Yeah, or anything else really. And you can take a wood duck breast and, and roll it or, or run it through buttermilk and roll it in flour and salt and pepper and and drop it in hot grease and fry it. And oh my gosh, he's as good as it gets. If Go we're going to talk about salt and pepper, I'm going to add some cornmeal to it and drop those crappie in there. Do you like the crappie fish, Larry? Oh, my, that's where I'm, I've been honing my skills on that active target is looking at crappie and, and <laughs> catching it. That's what, I, that's what I do in the wintertime. Hey, that forward-facing sonar comes in real handy on them Bodark trees when you want to find the one with all the crappie on it. They light up like a Christmas tree. It's uh, it's pretty amazing how many crappie there are in a lake that you don't even realize are out there. And you know, you just put the trolling motor down, and yeah, you can go to certain cover or a brush pile and find them. But you'd be amazed at how many of them's just out there roaming around in these big flat bays. And you just troll up and say, "Oh wow, there's four or five, or there's twenty five, and 
you know, stop the boat real quick and throw your jig up there and catch one every cast as long as they don't move on you. So, uh, no, it, it's made a whole new world out of crappie fishing. Yeah, it sure has. Well, I tell you what, I'm just tickled to death that Larry Nixon is back with the Bassmaster Elites in 2023. We want to wish you the best of luck. And, hey, we're going to drop in and bug you from time to time, Larry, if that's all right. Just any time. Just if I'm not busy, I'd be glad to talk to you because I love my listeners. And, uh, I, you know, I try to teach people. That's what I've always done. I've been a teacher of bass fishing. And and uh, so I've got, a, I've got a good following, and I'm trying to keep it going. Larry, you taught me how to eat a duck today, and I'm grateful. Thank you, sir. Hey, you look up you look up wild duck casserole, and if it is close to what I told you, you do it because it is awesome. And you know, like I say, the only thing that takes any time at all is the boiling of the duck. But that's just one of them things. In the winter time, we got time, so uh, give it that's a try. Right. Very good. We'll do it, Larry. Thank you. You're very kind to spend so much time with us. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, anytime. Bye-bye. Larry Nixon is in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame, and this next guy will be. He's the only guy that's won a Bassmaster Classic and a Major League Fishing Redcrest Championship. My friend Edwin Evers joins us on this special holiday show. And, Edwin, uh, thank you so much for the pecans. What a great surprise. We are enjoying really good pecan pie this holiday season, thanks to you and your orchard. And i got to tell you, I'm so impressed with the quality. These pecans are great. Thank you, thank you. My wife and I, uh, mainly my wife, she works hard on that packaging, and uh, I work pretty hard out at the orchard. I, I was really proud of my crop this year. I, when I went and had them graded, they graded 59.7%, which uh, I think in the pecan world's really, really high. You know, the guy that graded them said he's only graded one sixty percent pecan, so I was almost there, and uh, we just had a good crop, super good crop. Hey, I'm a pecan snob, and I can vouch for that, Edwin Evers Pecans. Where can we get our hands on uh, some more of these? You know, on the Internet, just edwineverspecans.com, and uh, we generally get those shipped out the same day the orders come in. And if somebody's traveling up in, in northeast Oklahoma, we do have a storefront right there in Uagal, Oklahoma. Edwin, you got a little time before the 2023 Major League Fishing uh, Bass Pro Tour kicks off again. What are you and the family doing through the holidays? Oh, we're, uh, man, really just staying here at the house. I, I think right after Christmas, we're going to go do some fishing in South Texas at Falcon. But, uh, you know, leading up to it all, we're just going to have some, a bunch of family here with us and cooking and eating and hanging out and exchanging uh, dirty Santa gifts. Hey, that sounds like a, a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy your Christmas as much as I and my family are enjoying our Edwin Evers pecans. Thank you <laughs> again for sending uh, sending them our way. That's really nice. Merry Christmas, Edwin, to you and all the Evers. Thank you, Billy. You guys have a Merry Christmas. And I want to thank you for hanging out around our campfire on this holiday weekend. Merry Christmas. A Savior is born. Jesus came to die for our sins, to bear our sins, and give us eternal life with him. Very God forevermore and i will be forevermore grateful from all of us in the camp house at kinder outdoors merry christmas and happy new year come back and see us next time around till then may god bless you and your bunch